Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. formerly of Hey Frage. If you all are on the live, if you've all followed me, you know the deal. For years and years, it used to be the Hey Frage show. I'm redoing my whole blog and website. Uh, people kind of knew me as Frage from my radio days, but those days have set sail. So, and no one can say Frage. You know, they say Fraze, Fraz, Fraz. So, it's the Sarah Fraser Show. Welcome. We're live right now. Hop in the chat. You guys love the chat. And there is going to be so much to dish. And two great TSFS fans that are going to join the show with some juicy stuff later on. So hi to Beth. If you are on Facebook, start a watch party right now for the Sarah Fraser Show. I am also live on your YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter. Oh, And I feel like it's been, even though I went live with you last Wednesday... I feel like it's been an eternity because we have to touch on Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen basically live tweeting her entire miscarriage. It was the most, I don't know, we need a trigger warning because I don't know about you guys, but that to me was so difficult as someone who went through a molar pregnancy miscarriage, seeing her and John Legend, oh, I was just, I was like so emotional. I think, I don't, I think that dropped like on Thursday morning. I woke up, I was in my bed at like six in the morning crying. It was just so sad for any of us who have been through that. Um, And anyway, she's been very quiet on social media since because a lot of people gave her some backlash, of course, saying like, why are you tweeting when you're driving home from the hospital? And she was saying, you know, she was driving home from the hospital with John and they didn't have their baby Jack who they lost at almost six months. Y'all, for any of us who have had a miscarriage, it was trigger ring. So anyway, I wanted to even get on live and do a live show about that because there's so much to talk about. But anyhow, it's been kind of quiet. So much to deal with today as far as celebrity news. Dolly Parton, the fa- I'm obsessed with Dolly. I have been to a Dolly Parton live concert where people get drunk and then yell at Dolly on stage. And she is such a professional where she tells people to basically, in her sweet Southern accent, shut the fuck up and wait for her outside in the truck. Um, So she is apparently entertaining the idea of posing nude at 74. Do you, you guys... Oh my God. Does anyone else dying to see her 74-year-old snatch or is it just me? I mean, 
I'm sorry. I feel like that would be amazing. How inspirational, ladies, would that all be for us? Dolly Parton says that she is in talks with Playboy. Now, it would have to be tasteful. To me, why? Like, I mean, how about like you nude with those guitar strings across your vag? Like, we want to see that. You're 74. You're smoking hot. She has 40 double D boobs. This is what Dolly has. It's crazy. I want to see her nude. So anyway, we'll weigh in more on that because she's given some parameters to if she, in fact, will pose nude. So we'll talk about that. Also, Tyga over the weekend, he's joined OnlyFans. If you're a Tyga fan, he's on there. And then we have to talk about, I never watched the show American Greed. Did anybody watch American Greed? Well, it's on like MSNBC, which who knew they did like any sort of documentary style true crime. But it's all about these like Ponzi schemers and rich people who scam other people. So a listener turned me on to a specific story on American Greed that involves somebody in the D.C. area. I'm going to dish on it and I want to see your thoughts. Let's thank our sponsors first. Guys, we always have to thank our sponsors. And you all know, because I say it all the time on this show, the best way to support The Sarah Fraser Show, to support myself and great content, is to frequent our sponsors. So Bowtie Joe, who's been a longtime friend of the show, a.k.a. Joe Passetto, is your financial guy. Now is the time, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, to be thinking about your finances. We are super excited to partner with Joe, of course. And now you, if you have any financial questions, you can contact Joe, who, have, who has over 20 years of experience and works with clients at all age ranges and throughout the U.S. He also works with all price points. So if you can start saving $500 to $500,000, boom, he's anywhere in between. This is a great opportunity to have a free consultation with Joe. You can go to jp2management.com today for any information and questions. Make an appointment. As I mentioned, Joe has over 20 years of experience. He's a personal friend. I talk to Joe regularly. So make your appointment at jp2management.com. Also, we're welcoming a new sponsor today. How about a social media network that actually connects you with people you want to be connect with, connected with and is also kind? Well, Kindness from Afar is togetherness, and it's a brand new site and networking, social media networking site that really aims to personally connect you with other people across the world to make a meaningful connection. It's believing in one another in a time when we need it most. We should definitely break down barriers, not build them up. And it starts with choosing kindness for a stranger anywhere and everywhere. Join a global kindness movement, connecting people through handwritten letters of kindness from afar and trust that someone somewhere will do the same for you. Let's prove to each other that the world is kinder than we think. I'm blown away by this, okay? Their website is kindnessfromafar.com. You can get signed up today, kindnessfromafar.com. Be matched with someone and have an old school pen pal. I'm here for an old school pen pal. Who wants to write to me? I got a lot to get off my chest. Where do you want to start? You know, I live out in the suburbs. I go for a walk. And can I just tell you this? I, I, I love my suburb observations. I went to another soccer game yesterday because my husband, Schman, is a soccer coach. I'll tell you, I was missing something very important again. I'm going to go over that. But I also, I walk the W&O um, Canal Trail, which is like this massive trail in Northern Virginia that goes like, I think beyond Leesburg, like way down into Reston, like heading towards Arlington, Virginia. Okay. So I walk it on the weekends, which is a huge mistake because it's just every biker, biker, cyclist gang after another. They all think that they're fucking, you know, Lance Armstrong and Tour de France. You know, they're all doping. And it's like, hello, guys, I've got news for you. You're here in Leesburg and there's no Swiss Alps. So I don't know who you're racing. They're all in their tight pants. They're always yelling on your left, on your left. I'm like, how about this? I'm fucking in the middle. How about that? In your middle. All right. That's what I want to say to them. Anyway, I walked this weekend and I realized something else. Everybody who is old, and I'm talking about older, right? 60 plus that lives in the suburbs is so nice. On the WNO, I have my little AirPods in, right? I'm listening. I don't want to be disturbed. I'm listening to like a meditation podcast or something. Every older person over 60 is like, good morning, good morning, hi, good morning. And I'm like, okay, I'm used to Arlington, Virginia, where everyone is walking their French bulldog because that's the official dog of Arlington. And nobody speaks to you. No, you could be basically hemorrhaging on the street and they'd be like... Do you need me to text 911? Like, 
no, I need like help. But here people are so, they're so friendly and I just can't figure out, is it, I don't know, is it their blood pressure medication that's kicking in or they're just like running out of time and they feel like, okay, they better be nice. They're, they're like amazing. So anyhow, I spoke to a bunch of older people over the W&O trail this weekend, which was super fun. And then I went to another soccer game and I realized this, anybody that is watching that or listening that is a soccer parent, you guys will understand this. When you go to a soccer game for women, all right, everybody wears athleisure wear. I found that out a couple of weeks ago when I moved out to the suburbs and I showed up in jeans and everyone was like, welcome. And then they were kind of looking at my jeans like, why are you wearing that? Because everyone wears like Lululemon. Everyone has athleisure wear. They have the leopard like workout shoes. You know, everyone looks amazing. Okay. So I stepped up my game. Now I wear athleisure wear to all the games, all right? So I don't look like I'm out of place with these jeans on. But then people show up to these games with super fancy lawn chairs, okay? So has anyone, are you a parent at a soccer game? I have never seen anything like it. These fold-out chairs that people have have like some sort of sunroof over them now. They're like a backpack. So you like fold them up and collapse them and then you put them on your back to like go and watch your kid play some sort of outdoor sport. Then they have like 18 cup holders on the side. I've never seen anything like a, a, a thing to hold your cell phone. I mean, they almost have like a fucking portable charger in them. People have the most high-end, bougie, outdoor like lawn chairs you've ever seen in your life. So get this, get this, okay? I said to Shaman, I go, all right, well, where's my fold-out chair for the soccer game so I can watch you? I kid you not, you guys. He goes into his office and he brings me out an old school, like metal tin fold out chair. I'm like, no, no, no. I am not going down to the soccer park with all of these bougie parents and pulling out a fold out metal chair that in five minutes will heat up to 99 degrees and burn my ass up. Are you kidding? How do I get, I'm like, Schman, what's it going to take for you to go to Walmart or wherever and buy me a fancy outdoor like camping chair that I can unfold? Okay. And like not in camo because the other thing is, this is the second week in a row that he has not gotten me a decent chair. One time he tried to bring me out a camo fold out chair. I'm like, okay, I'm not fucking sitting at Cabela's, you know? I mean, I'm here at your soccer game trying to support you. I kid you not, he brought out a metal foldable chair. I'm like, I am not, I am not bringing this down to a turf field. And old school folding out, like what? (sighs) Anyhow, I need a good, where can I get a fancy soccer or sporting chair? And I'm talking with the the high-end roof. I want the I want the shaded top. I want the backpack straps. I want the 18 cup holders. I want the place for my cell phone and charger. I want like the makeup pouch. Like I want the and I, I want it in a solid color. Is it so hard to get one in blue? Pamela says Dick Sporting Goods. Pamela's also laughing hysterically. Crystal, oh my God, Crystal. Uh, Crystal is my cousin. Shout out to Crystal. Um And Will says church basement chair. Will, he brought out a church basement chair that he wanted me to haul out in front of all these parents. And I'm like, I'm like, man, where, first of all, where did you even find that in a soccer office? Okay, like, no, I can't even, I can't even believe it. Michelle says Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, People are saying um, order online from Dick's. Yeti has the best one. Oh, okay, but Lisa, how expensive is the Yeti one? Because I often forget everything. It's why I can no longer buy designer sunglasses. I used to treat myself to $400 Prada shades, but I would leave them at every goddamn restaurant along the way. And then someone else just won basically $400 Prada shades. Okay. I mean, Lisa Walker says, oh my God. Pamela says, I'm dying. Okay. Somebody send me a Yeti link. I want, okay, here we go. Okay. What is this Yeti one? How much? $299? To go to a fucking soccer game and look good? What? I'm speechless, y'all. I'm speechless. What is this? This chair better have a built-in vibrator as well for $2.99? Are you kidding? What does this chair do? Does it massage you? Oh, my God. You guys, I need a chair. It is so embarrassing. He honestly brought out an old school church chair and tried to unfold that for me on a turf field. It was so fucking embarrassing. I'm like... How are we this disorganized? And you're like the head of the soccer. Like, 
we don't, he, he brings himself a coaching chair. But yet, I, I have no chair. I am so unprepared for these games. It's, it's unbelievable. And people have their Starbucks, and they have their Yeti water bottles. It's like a whole camping trip to go watch these kids play soccer. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, like, can't we just watch them do a few kicks? Like, if they get a goal, great. And then, is it halftime? Like, and where's the hot dog stand? Anyway, <laughs> that's what he brought. This is what you guys, it was so embarrassing. Did anyone see me at Loudon Soccer Park? I was hiding. He brought this out, wanted me to sit on it in the side. No. Okay. Anyway. Aviva says, I have a great chair that I got at Target for $40. Oh my God, Aviva, share the link. Share the link with me. I desperately need one. But I want one that does have like the shaded thing over the top, the cup holders that folds out. And then you like throw it on your back. So hard to get one. Anyway, um, you guys, I don't usually do politics on this show because I find, you know... Why do I not do politics? Maybe I should get more into it. But I just, I enjoy entertainment. I enjoy escapism. I enjoy not lecturing you on politics, mostly because I need to probably lecture myself first. (laughs) But anyway, are you all blown away that our president has COVID and the first lady? And then our president goes on a joyride in the Secret Service vehicle to see all his fans at Bethesda. Are we living in the twilight zone? Are we fucking living... I thought if you had COVID, you're supposed to stay like locked in a room where people basically leave you soup outside your door and knock twice. I did not think that you were supposed to go anywhere. Yet he seems to be like, so I don't know, did these drugs that they give him just like suddenly cure it? Because two days ago I heard he was on oxygen and now he's doing joyrides in Bethesda without... Why isn't he in a hazmat suit? If he needs to see his fans, okay. But couldn't they bring him out in a space suit? Like, I mean, it's the president of the United States. I'm sure they have that technology. I just don't understand what is happening. I don't. I mean, like, I thought if you had COVID, you're not supposed to go anywhere. And yet, everybody seems to be everywhere with this damn thing. I'm nervous, y'all. That made me, and and that Rose Garden whole thing, that super spreader, oh my God. I mean, I go to Wegmans and I feel like probably half the staff goes there too. They're probably touching everything after they were in that Rose Garden. And then we, you know, like there'll be 4,000 of us with with COVID. I'm blown. I don't even know what to do anymore. It is, it is so bizarre. We all thought the debate was bizarre. He's driving around in an armored um, SUV with just a little tiny mask on. How about a set of gloves? Anyway, I don't know. Again, I don't usually get into politics. If you watched SNL this weekend, does anybody watch SNL anymore? Drop drop the comment because Jim Carrey now plays um, Chris Rock hosted. It was their season premiere. Jim Carrey plays Joe Biden. I got to tell you, maybe I'm on an island. Dan watches SNL religiously every weekend. And... I didn't love it, but I don't know. Maybe I'm TV'd politicked out, but I didn't think it was like, I just didn't think it was amazing, but maybe it was me. Yes to SNL. Lisa says she's a fan of SNL. Okay. Aviva sent me a link. Thank you. Brooke, Brooke Bell, you must watch SNL as well. Um, have they mentioned if anyone in his family got it besides Flotus? Okay, as far as I've heard this morning, no. I saw Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump out taking a jog together in DuPont Circle, and they were wearing their masks while jogging. Hey, thanks for taking it seriously. Thank you. Uh, you know, um, uh, Claudia Conway, who is, um, oh my gosh, Kellyanne Conway's daughter, and Claudia Conway is a trip to follow on, on TikTok. She has COVID now because her mom has COVID. She says that Kellyanne Conway came back to their house and was coughing all over their home. Now, you guys know I've been to their home when they were having a garage sale when they were moving in. I didn't know it was their house, but I was rummaging through trying to find all, they had all kinds of, I don't know, things that looked like they were broken from Pier 1. I was like, hey, will you take $5 for this? Even though like it had like $300 on the price tag. <laughs> anyway. Chris Christie has it? Chris Christie's in the hospital? I mean, do we think Chris Christie will make it? I don't even know. Poor guy has asthma and a, probably a bunch of other underlying conditions. I will say this. The only thing I disagree with, there was a ton of comedians, and I love comics. There were a ton of people online that basically wished death upon them. And I just, okay, it's not funny. I'm not laughing. 
because here's the thing. I would never do that. Like I said to Schman, I don't fuck with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I think when you wish death or you cast a spell, it's very, very dangerous. I do think there is a karmic balance in the universe and you can't do that. No matter how much you might dislike somebody, wishing ill will on them, I just think in the end attracts bad juju for you. I know we all have these thoughts, but I just, I can't go there. Lisa says Chris Christie is so at risk. He went in because of his asthma. I'm sure. My God. Anyway, again, I I don't understand what's going on with President Trump because I've never seen anyone go from supposedly being on oxygen, exhausted, coughing, to then doing a joyride, like, and propped up. Like, I, I, I don't know. But I guess maybe if you're the president, you get special drugs. Pamela, I agree with you, girl. Karma is real. When people were basically saying that about Trump, I'm just like, dangerous. I, you know, I, believe me, I think it it's irony, right, that he has, he has COVID after being at the debate saying, oh, you know, Joe wears a huge mask, all this stuff. Okay, well, came back to bite you, right? But like, I feel like it has to end there when comics are, are saying, and not just comics, like other people wishing death. I'm like, oof. I don't know. I don't want that. I don't want that bad. Look, I've had enough things happen to me bad in my life. I'm like, I sage my own self. It's like, okay, God, I'm ready for all kinds of good things and no drama for five years. Sage, 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 sage. I'm not wishing death on anybody. Everything looks good to me. Like I told y'all, I wish Kane nothing but the best. Like I am, I am here for it. Anyway, uh, Lisa says it's the presidential treatment. The rest of us didn't get any medicine and probably very little medical intervention. It's true. It's true. 208,000 people dead in the United States alone. And we've all sacrificed seeing our families. See, you know, my beloved niece, who you guys know, Kimber, who, I, who lives in Boston, who I love. I have not been able to see in months. We've all made huge sacrifices. And for them to all be in the Rose Garden, hugging and kissing, these people are supposed to be smart people too. What do you think Anthony Fauci is doing right now? Do you think Dr. Fauci's like, fucking told you? Like, I mean, that guy must be, I mean, and, and I'm sure he's, he seems like such a sweet little angel, so I'm sure he's not. But I mean, he must be like, and have you noticed that they even call Anthony Fauci to see if he would treat him? Guess not. Fauci's like, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Anyway, um, I love all the comments. Uh, Sage available at five and below. <laughs> five and below sell Sage? Okay, great. Are you kidding? That's So what, 11-year-olds can Sage themselves? They don't even have bad karma yet. Oh my God. Now you can buy five, at five below, you can buy Sage. Hysterical. Um, Renata says when the governor got COVID, people were saying uh, serves him right. Uh, look, I, uh, you know, some people joke, they feel like the jokes are fine, but I always feel like it's, you can't put that off. It's, and I'm superstitious, I think, because I also, I had somebody tell me that sometimes on social media, I say things like I'm broke and they're like, you need to stop saying that because you're going to attract broke vibes. Now, is that true? <laughs> I don't know. But from now on, I say, you know, money flows easily to me. Is it? Not quite yet, but you know, if I keep saying it, will it? I agree. Anyway, look, we're starting a new segment. I don't have a name for it yet on this show, but I love you guys as the listeners are way smarter than I am. You keep up on pop culture way more than I do. You have interesting stories about your life. And I share everything on this show from my miscarriages to not wishing death on people to all of my business highs and lows, because when you come on, I want you to be that transparent too. So LK is joining the show. LK is a pop culture expert. She's a fan of TSF. LK! <laughs> Hi, gorgeous! Look at you! Sarah! Oh my God, Hi. you look amazing! You, look, you, listen, you can cuss it's, too. It takes... It takes a fucking village. You see this? You were talking about, you talking about the goddamn karma? What's I have, that? I have to wear rocks around my neck. To look like this in the morning. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. What, what are you? We all want to know what are you wearing, and what does it's that do? Rose, it's rose quartz. And okay. So rose quartz, it is a crystal that really kind of focuses on love, and harmony, and peace, 
So, yes. And you see the size of it? That's how much love, <laughs> harmony, and peace I need right now in my life, okay? Well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, do you feel like that attracts it? Because I was actually told by an acupuncturist that I need to get, I believe it's called black quartz, that I need to carry it yes. like on my, around the podcast because it, it wards off like sort of negative energy. Bad energy. Yes. And, and yes. Yes. I actually have one over all of my entryways in my house. Because I don't want people bringing in their negative juju into my house, okay? And do like you, I? And you think it really works? Oh, absolutely! I have been into crystals and Reiki and all of that for years. I have an amazing Reiki master, and she—I get body grids done. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm telling you, I take this very seriously because let me tell you, life has not been easy. <laughs> I know, right? And and the hard part is when things go wrong in your life. Sometimes you do think, like, did I do something? Is it karma coming back to me? Like, why is this happening? And and um, yeah, or, or it could just be shitty people, you know? Okay, yeah. that. Or let's blame the shitty people. <laughs> Well, real quick, you know, today on the, this is kind of like a special podcast day because I dropped yes. the Monique Samuels from Real Housewives of Potomac, the interview I mm-hmm. did with her early today. And I, you know, I know you're kind of, you're, are you like a fair weather fan for Real Housewives of Potomac? Tell me where you're at with the oh, show. Oh my God. Yes. So I, I, I am. However, however, I'm getting caught up and I'm getting back to where I need to be. Um, I used to love everything Real Housewives and so the whole Monique situation, it really freaked me out because, you know, she's saying that she was brought out of character and she lost control. She blacked out. Like, she used the word blacked out. And I was like, whoa, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting caught up now. It, it's always drama. Some drama good, some drama bad. But I was really surprised that she talked about quitting. And I don't know if that's legit or if that's just kind of like, you know. Well, she told me on the podcast interview we did that she is open to coming back for a season six. So she's done a lot of work. What do you get tired of with the Housewives franchise? I kind of feel like, honestly, I feel like sometimes they just kind of regurgitate old storylines. So it's kind of like, you know, we get into this really mundane routine of like the same old cat fights and the same old, like, come on, are y'all really still fighting about stuff that that's gone on like years ago? Like there's nothing new happening in your life. It's like constant old drama. Give me some new drama. Give me something juicier. Give me something new. I know. And you know what? I used to love back in the day, like, because when Beth, I feel like they were building businesses or they were legit trying to do different things. And now, yes, yes. I, I'm feeling now none of them either. None of them really have any ambitious to, ambitions to have like a business or none of it works. I don't know. It's just it's yeah, it's they, gotten really lame, I think. Yeah, I mean, they were grinding back in the day. Even with Orange County, like that's where I started. I'm, I'm telling you, I was. Oh my god, junkie! Yeah, for the longest time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like even with them, like you know, you saw them in their jobs, like every day, like doing their job, whether it was great or not. You saw them in, you know, in their element, and it fe- it felt more real. Like now, it's like your job is to be a housewife. So yes. Eh. And I liked, yeah. I used to like the struggle more, you know, like when Vicky, I mean, Vicky yeah. Gumbleson like always had money, but like Tamara was kind of making it or whatever. And now I don't know. They just seem, and like, I loved Nini back in the day when Nini, I don't know. Back it was like the, yeah. super transparent and sweet. Now, I mean, I get it. I think there's a lot going on, but she just seems like she's so over it, bitter, resentful. And I, I can see how you could get to a place like that, but it's like, now yeah. it's not fun for the audience to watch, you know? But I feel like, I feel like with Nini, she quits every season. Like, it's it's like every, every season there's, I'm quitting and there's this, you know, a quitting drama and then she ends up coming back. So, you know, she's saying that she's departing ways. I'm not really sure I believe that, you know, I guess we'll see. Okay. One more thing. Tell me this. Do you want to see Dolly Parton pose nude at 74? Absolutely. (laughs) I want to see it. I No, you know what I want to see? I want to see Dolly in Savage X Fenty (gasps) next catwalk. I want to see Dolly in that. Yes. That's what I want to see. I want to see Rihanna reach out to her and have her in some sexy old 
cat suit. Yes, that's what I want to see. Okay, who? All celebrities now are joining OnlyFans, including Tyga. Tyga dro- dropped some X-rated pictures. Over the, I, did you I, see his dick? I did. I love. Somebody, it. I, I heard it was. It was. It was it's what? massive. It is massive. That's what I heard. It is. He has an. You know what? He has a beautiful penis, and it is like all. It is completely straight. You know, some of these guys send me their dick pics, and I mean these these, these things have more curves than like I don't know a bus they tour. Have I mean, they're like all over the place. It's like, how how are we going to even get on this? I mean, we've got a nick. It's like, oh my God, we're side to side. So yes. he has a beautiful penis that someone leaked on I Twitter. I that. I, I'm surprised. I can't, I can't lie. I'm a little surprised by that. Well, here's my thing. I say this on t- people on Twitter all the time. We think these people have so much money. They don't because they spend so much. Their cost of living is astronomical. It is. One Lamborghini is like three hundred thousand dollars three hundred most people's homes are like worth 300 grand yep he needs the money so but tell me this everyone's joining OnlyFans. is there one celebrity that you would love to see nude oh my gosh just one (laughs) (laughs) just one um i have to say Oh my gosh, this is really hard. No mm-hmm. pun intended. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. Well, you know, mine is. I really want to see John Hamm because John Hamm of Mad Men allegedly has a massive wang. And you know what? I really want to see that at a film <gasps> at Sundance. You did not. He is the most gentle, kindest man ever, and I am almost positive he's got a hammer. I would <laughs> totally. Totally believe that. Totally Wait, believe was that. he strikingly handsome in real life? And he's so incognito. Like, really? he's so cool with it. Like, he's so suave. It's like when we saw him, he would come back and forth. And you, he wouldn't even make his presence known, but you knew he was there. That's how I know. He That's is such I a know. movie star. By the way, people in the comments are saying Michael B. Jordan. Oh my God, I would love to see Michael B. Jordan now. Um, oh gosh, let me think. Um, oh, people are ooh. saying Chris Hemsworth. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy.
Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who played the guy that played um Michael Fassbender? Michael Fassbender. Oh my he god. Played- Michael Fassbender. He played Magneto in the X-Men movies. I I just, oh my God, I'm getting, I'm, what are you wearing on your neck again? I'm getting that because I'm trying to attract John Hamm to my life. Rose Quartz. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you for joining the show. Absolutely love you. You're amazing. Love, love, love. love, love. We, we're having you on again. You are fabulous. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Bye, gorgeous. Um, okay. So like I said, I'm starting this new segment. I love having you guys on because I love when you share your life story or what you think about celebrity stuff. Um, Danielle is going to be on. Um, and Danielle actually has a personal topic that I'm really grateful that she is sharing because I think when we all talk about some of the things that are a little bit heavier in our lives, you don't even realize how many people you help because so many people are going through difficult things that they feel like sometimes they can't even speak about because it's so emotional and hard. So Danielle's on. I want to grab Danielle. She's Danielle. Hi, Hi gorgeous. I'm saying your name Hi. right, right? I'm saying it, it yes, is Danielle. Okay, good, good. I know you're like, don't, you don't have, I think most people spell it with like two L's, don't they? Two L. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I have one L. My sister's name is Michelle with one L. It's it's know, a they, it's a my whole thing. Try to be cute. <laughs> well, look, I okay. <laughs> you shared a very personal story that I really want you to tell because I think this is so important. You recently found out, or maybe it's been a little while, but your son was diagnosed with autism, and that kind of triggered yeah. some life events for you. Tell us what was going on. So you know, my son is now three, um, and. You know, we've we've really had him in some early intervention, things like that, pretty much from the jump. I noticed something was just not right. So I said, you know, what's the harm in doing a little bit of some early intervention? And then, you know, all of a sudden things just started happening. And, you know, after doctor's appointments, doctor's appointments, and then we had this big move and transition. And, you know, I went from working 40, 50 hours a week to, you know, being a stay-at-home mom. And then COVID happened and definitely I was a stay-at-home mom. So, you know, he was just diagnosed in August after a long time of transition and waiting um, with autism. And, you know, I saw it kind of coming. However, once it's solidified, once once it's like there, you know, it was just like I didn't know how to deal with it. So Um, hard, you know. And yeah, it was it was bizarre. And I suddenly found myself, you know, having more wine having more drinks when I'm out with friends, I'm drinking way too much, you know, and suddenly I was just taking it on on my husband, who is the wonderful man. uh, And he's a great father. And I was just being nasty to him. And, you know, we would get in these horrible fights and, you know, suddenly I'm just like, what am I doing? And, and everything came crashing down um, in basically early September when we had friends come up from Virginia to visit us. You know, um, they basically saw a lot of behavior out of me. And I had my friends say, you know, I'm ruined with your drinking. And it never occurred to me that this was an issue. Wow. I was just like, and it just, and suddenly it just was like a realization that, you know, I need to really, you know, cope with this 
stop the drinking because I didn't give myself enough time to grieve. I think that's what it is. When you're, when your child is first diagnosed with autism, the first 100 days are going to be tough. You think, Oh, I got this, you know, and, and you're going to be great. And I'm, mm. I'm usually right on it with my son, but for some reason I just kept like living in this, in this fancy world where it's like, Eddie, yeah, this is okay. And just let me have some drinks and I'll be fine with right. that. And yeah, it was just, and it was toxic behavior. It was just not a good place to be in. So you have, that's pretty much what occurred. You have some amazing friends that would say that to you, that would say, hey, we're worried about your drinking because you know I've worked with Act on Addiction. And you know, one mm -hmm. of the hardest parts is family members are afraid and friends to say anything because they're afraid, you know, right. people will cut them off or they'll get angry or whatever. And you know, one of the best gifts I think you can ever do is to say to someone lovingly, you know, hey, I, I feel like there's something going on. When they told you that, did you believe them or were you defensive? I at first I was defensive but you know suddenly when I was you know drinking one of those nights I my husband did something that I just didn't like and I lashed out and and the next day I felt so ashamed I was embarrassed like I'm just like that's that's not like me to do that and you know to do that in front of everybody and that's when it came to me that it's like, like this isn't right this is not right. I just need to stop right now. Um, because, you know, to my son and my husband are worth so much more than, yeah. you know, a wine glass. And they're so much, they're, they're worth to me. This is what I say. I say they are more important to me than the bottom of a bottle. Right. That's what I say every time. I will choose them every time. But so it I is pretty it, much. Yeah, it's so difficult, right, though, because you are mourning, you know, you think that, you, you know, you thought, hey, things would be fine. And then it's going to be this whole new transition that you guys are just kind of starting. And so this yes. is all still really new. Tell us like, okay, so what you made the decision to cut back drinking or stop drinking? How are how does I it progress? Stopped cold, you you I stopped. stopped cold turkey, cold. Done. Wow. I'm done. I yes, love it. I'm oh my sober. God. Sobriety yes. is the best gift. It is the best gift. You're absolutely right, Sarah. You're so right. Um, Cause ever since I've stopped drinking, the greatest things have been happening and it's amazing. Well, you have so much <laughs> mental clarity. Cause even if you have two drinks, right? Two drinks it, or, you know, maybe you can handle three. There's still a level of cloudiness during that time and the next day. Right. And after a right. while, almost everybody's personality changes. And we in this country live in a, and I'm guilty of it too. It's like, Oh, you know, everybody, you know, we're inundated all the time with wine and brunch and mimosas. It's like everywhere that we should drink, yeah. you know? So when you- Every social occasion. Every social occasion is marked with alcohol, you know? So when you make that decision, so many, I, I just think it brings so much clarity. Tell us what you've learned so far about your son and the journey of autism. Because people are in the comments. Uh, Pamela says, I have a son who is autistic. He's now 20 years old. Ryan is is saying, good for you, Danielle. That's amazing. Um, also, uh, Aviva is saying you're mourning who you thought your son was going to be, um, but it's just a new normal. So tell us, uh, yeah, what what is it like having a son with autism and what have you learned? I mean, it, here's the thing. It, having a son with autism is honestly a gift. It truly is a blessing. Wow. It has, um, you know, it's not about me. It's mostly about him, but he has made me a, a stronger person. He has honestly, you know, given me a voice that I thought I would never have. Uh, and he's made me such a better mother and such a, it's given me a lot of courage to raise my hand a lot. Wow. And I was never the type of person to, to lean in and raise my hand, but because of him, he gives me that extra oomph I need just because he does need somebody to advocate for him. He does need a strong person. And it's given me just a lot of like, like I can't even tell you. And he is by far the most loving child. He's a nonverbal, so he doesn't talk, um, which which kind of stinks. But a lot of people, um, a lot of my parents' friends say they do have their advantages, the fact that he doesn't talk. I, yeah. And I mean, I'm like, you know, you, you kind of got a point. However, yeah. it does get, yeah, it does get, it does get frustrating. I'm not at all saying like, oh no, we're definitely working with him on his verbal skills and I things bet. like that. You know, but for the most part, I mean, he is a delightful child. He is the happiest person. I mean, and everything. He explores everything. There's things that I wouldn't even look at that he looks at in such a way. He paints a different picture. Oh. And it's just 
so beautiful. And I just tell him like, wow, he is very brilliant. He's a critical thinker. Like I can just tell the wheels are constantly turning. The we- I see the wheels going. So from pretty much 536 o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock <laughs> at night, it's just go and isn't that I think that's the beauty of life because when we're thrown things and we're all going to be thrown things out of left field when you can begin to look at it as the gift that it is versus why is this happening to me and of course you have to go through that phase why is this happening to me what you know what why you know but then when you can begin to see all the gifts and things and like I feel like you guys don't even know the gifts you know because he's just starting with his diagnosis now and probably all kinds of new teaching and ways that he's going to learn so like in a year from now what he's going to be like two years from now so uh, look Danielle I'm so grateful you joined the show I mean thank you for sharing your story I just feel like it helps so many people going through it yeah and I mean it's 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 ever changing. It's ever, you know, tiresome. There are tough days, but there are some really good days. And honestly, I can say journaling has really helped. Yes. Um, because so many times you want to, you want to take it to your friends and you want to vent. But I'm telling you, sometimes it's a lot to bury. And just putting it on paper and putting it out in the world really helps when you don't want to turn to your friends because it is sometimes too personal. So I do say that. You know, if there's anything I can say, journaling has been a godsend. Yep. Write it, everything. Oh my God. Thank you for being on the show. And we're all sending you you great vibes on your sobriety journey and your new journey with your son. So congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you you for having me, Sarah. Love you. Love you too. Oh my God. (laughs) Danielle, everybody. Um, Today's show was amazing. Okay. So did I get to everything? We talked about Tiger's penis. I I mean, we had to talk about Trump. Dolly Parton, we all want to see nude. Oh, I want to tell you about American Greed. And then... um, you know, you have to go download and listen to Monique Samuels, who's on the podcast today. So American Greed, I love when you guys send me any sort of, like any shows that you're watching, crime things. A lot of people um, just send me different recommendations. So a woman had reached out to me and she said, have you researched Don Bennett? Don Bennett ran a Ponzi scheme out of Chevy Chase, Maryland for like years in 2007, 2005, like even before that, um, scammed $20 million out of a lot of DC people and nationwide and she's on American Greed and they break down the story and the craziest part is she would take the Ponzi scheme money buy herself all kinds of Louboutins but then she would also hire witch doctors to cast spells on the FBI so they wouldn't find her which didn't work (laughs) you guys if you are bored Don Bennett, American Greed, Google, this shit you can't even make up. Like the FBI people are like, yeah, it's the most fucked up thing we ever saw. We went to her house in her apartment. And and by the way, if you live in the DC area, you will know everything that she was doing. She's in jail for 20 years. She's in jail at the same jail that Martha Stewart was at, at Camp Cupcake or whatever up there. Okay. She's declined all interviews. No one can get a hold of her. I want to know more about these spells, although they didn't really work. So I don't know that we need them. If you are bored this weekend and we're all home all the time, American Greed, Google the Don Bennett episode, which actually aired February 2020. All right. So it's it's been out for a hot second. This woman, she would get a bunch of beef tongues, soak them in vinegar, and then cast all these spells. When the FBI got into her house, they said they'd never seen anything like it. She had refrigerators full of all these things. Frog's feet. What? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And I don't understand. This is my thing. I like would never invest with anybody. I mean, you have to be so legit. Like, I, I need to see all your certifications. I need to see. Like, and when someone tells you they're going to get you 10 or 15% returns on your money, they're lying. That's never going to happen. The stock market might give you 7%. Maybe if you have a great year, 10. But like... People fell for it and invested millions of dollars. Anyway, if you're a DC person, you'll get sucked in. I I enjoy interesting, like, sort of true crime that are not so, like, violent, I guess. Because a lot of people are saying to me, have you seen the American murder story? Um, Also, with that guy, Chris, oh, my God, hold on. I'm Googling it now. I think it's, like, American murder next, the family next door um, with Chris Watts. I can't even watch it, you guys. I'm sorry. I, I, and... Chris Watts is the one who murdered his wife and the two daughters and the neighbor ended up see, catching him on camera, um, putting his his wife's body in his truck. But he Watts is so like he's such a psychopath. I can't even watch the police. 
you didn't think that divorce was easier. How do you murder your own kids, though? How? Like, I know you have to be so mentally ill. You have to be so out of it. But Chris, and he's serving five uh, consecutive life sentences. I couldn't really watch because I got to tell you, I just, I mean, he kills the babies and put them, puts them in an oil drum out in like Texas. It's just, I don't, it's so fucked up. But anyway, a lot of people have recommended that one. They want to watch the breakdown of it. Ryan also says, I'm watching The Vow on HBO. So are we. And that is so good about the Nexium cult. I don't know if I'm late to the party on this one, but it's unreal the things that they're saying about this group, Nexium. Ryan, I'm watching Nexium, The Vow, too. It's been... But see, then I have to tell you, I feel like I would join a cult. Like, did you, did you guys watch Wild Wild Country? Put that on your list, too. Wild Wild Country on Netflix. See, I would have joined Bogwan. And they have this like hot older attorney in the 70s that was like in the in the cult. Like I would have probably gone out to Oregon and been in, in wild, wild country. I, I know. Everyone's like, nope, nope, pass. I would definitely not be involved in a cult. See, the problem is like I get your rose crystal quartz out, put it all over me. And then, you know, Nexium, it's like it's like wild, wild country and Bogwan and Scientology. Like you promise me new levels. I mean, I'm there. Like I fall for that stuff. My husband's the one that's like, we're not spending $5,000 so you can get your brain rewired. Like, like that's the only reason I'm not, I'd probably be a part of Nexium. I'd be selling all the motivation because Ryan, here's my thing for the vow, Keith Raniere. Uh, okay. But a lot of it made sense, right? I feel like I enjoyed Keith Raniere's teachings until he wanted to have sex with and then starve all of the female like leaders. And see, I and what did, what did he want to be called? Oh, um, Vanguard. That's you lose me a little bit when I have to call you instead of calling you Keith. If I have to call you Vanguard, I'm a little cautious. And once you ask me to take out my wallet, that's the hard part. You know, I want all the classes for free. And like, when are you offering twenty percent off? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where you get me. Will, I want to live with a cult too, but not join. I want to audit. I agree. I agree. I want all the superpowers of Scientology, but I don't want to be in the Sea Org, okay? I don't want to be cleaning bathrooms, but I want the superpowers that Tom Cruise clearly has. <sighs> okay. Anyway, April says the Sarah show wouldn't be the same. I'm telling you. But I, so I can see how people do join cults. Like, I'm here for it. Except for, that's the thing. Like, I didn't, like, Keith is so hideous to me. I, that's where. When he told me I could only eat 500 calories and I have to have sex with him, like, oh, I mean, that's where you would have lost me. All the motivational mind clearing, I'm here for. Keith, you're greasy. Like, I just, and what's the obsession with volleyball? You know, if you're watching The Vow, every scene is with Keith playing volleyball. Like, dude, how about we take off the old, you know, knee covers there and uh, relax? You know, you look like you're all of five, six. Like, and he's like obsessed with volleyball. Everyone has to play volleyball at two in the morning. Fuck that. I'm going to bed, Keith. Same, Scientology would have definitely gotten me for sure. I agree. And you know what? In DuPont Circle in D.C., they'll often put up a sign outside their Scientology. They have a couple Scientology buildings where they'll do a free audit. When I walk by, they were schman. I have all I can do not. I'm always like, let's just go in for a free audit. Like, I just, okay, I'm just curious. Like, I know it's a call, but like, I'm like, let's just do like, what, what do they say about the audit? You know, what's going on in my brain? Aren't you fascinated? Anyway. Okay. All right. I'm out of here. Look. Uh, head to iTunes. Love you guys all. Leave a review. Hit five stars. Tell me what you love about the Sarah Fraser show. Download the uh, interview with Monique Samuels from Real Housewives of Potomac. We'll get into the vow too. We should do a whole breakdown of the vow. I'll see if I can get some of those people on. That'd be really good. Uh, I, actually, I should get Leah Remney on too from former Scientology. <laughs> Leah, did you enjoy the superpowers though? That's what I want. I want the superpowers. But I don't want to pay $100,000 for the classes. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, Aviva, shout out to you, Ryan. Thank you for joining. Lisa Walker, sh- huge shout out to LK and Danielle for sharing their very pa- uh, you know, wonderful stories. Pamela, Lisa Walker, you guys were on today. Absolutely love you. Um, Melmo also was on. He wanted to know or she wanted to know the size of the rose quartz. Does it matter? We'll follow up with LK and find out. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to TSFS. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.